Hey guys, Karen here. I wanted to talk about what's happening in our world beginning of 2020 and that is fear and the coronavirus. Well, my guides say to me, there's nothing to fear but fear itself. And this mass exposure to this information about what is called a pandemic is fear perpetuating on itself. We've spoken about this before on the show, about our fear that buys into our health. There's so much information out there on the net about how we're going to get sick and die. It's been perpetuated through our media systems and entertainment systems forever. You know, cancer has been such a big problem in our world. I think that it has just set up this idea of fear, false evidence appearing real. So let's have a look at it a little bit logically. What are you afraid of? Are you afraid of getting sick and dying? Are you afraid that you can't support yourself? What is this fear that we're all buying into with this coronavirus? Even the most logical, intelligent people are, are buying into it. I'm seeing it everywhere. It's kind of crazy. When you look at this, you know, the flu, you know, what kills people? I think that what we all get afraid of is dying. I'm going to get sick and die. And uh, that's why I do so many shows about death. And, and, you know, we've got a book series. And the first cab off the rake, the first book was Awakened by Death. Because death instills so much fear in people. What is that fear? Fear of the unknown? Is it fear of being in pain? The way to deal with this and the way to deal with what's happening across our planet is to deal with your fear as it arises. Uh, if you're buying into the fear, if you're feeling scared or fearful or worried, worried, have a look at where this worry stems from because we can point at the outside circumstances and say cancer's going to get us, the coronavirus is going to get us. My mother who died of cancer at 50 <laughs> was scared the microwave was going to kill her. She was scared of radiation, you know, she was buying into a lot of the fear that was perpetuated through the media back then. She'd be in her 90s if she was still alive, so yeah, well, like 40 years ago. And uh, it doesn't look like anything's changed, really. Here we are in 2020 and the media is still putting out fear-based messages on how we're all going to get sick and die. So what is it that it evokes in you? Because I think that when these things happen in a world, when these scary things happen, it allows these subconscious limiting thought forms to arise and we can look at them, we can face them and see what is it that I'm really scared of and why am I scared of it? What am I scared of? Am I scared of not being loved, not being supported? Is there a security thing that I'm scared of? I don't have this, I'm not secure. Uh, am, I, am I scared of death? What is being scared of death? Am I scared of the unknown? Uh, what is it that we're afraid of? And how can these things like pandemics and things that we put out in the media to scare us, how can they scare us? 
You are the authority in your world. You are the power in your world to create your reality. You. What do my guides want to say about this? I asked them just before I came on, what is the message that you want to give to people? And they said, uh, yeah, being fear of fear itself. Am I scared of being fearful? One of the things that we've discussed on the show with many teachers, I asked uh, Garnet of all his experiences that he's had with his spirit guide Albert, and he's had many of them, what was the thing that was most profoundly affected him? And he said that every death is planned from our soul's perspective. There are no accidents, even when death looks like an accident. Hit by a car, killed in an explosion, killed in war, you know, hit by a train, diver, accident, diver disease. Die as a baby, die as an old person. That every death was planned from our soul's perspective. And so if this is really true, do we need to buy into this fear that we might get sick and die? Because if we're going to exit the matrix, we've planned it. So we can kind of relax around it. If we're going to get the coronavirus, maybe we plan that too. So we can relax about that. And if we do contract some terrible disease that reduces our quality of life, we can deal with that as well. It's always, always, always pointing to us returning to love. Whenever anything happens to us, how have we been deluded in some way that we're not loved, that we're not cared for? One of the most profound experiences I've had with a spiritual teacher was in 1995, a long time ago, when I heard a man speak about being in a prison camp in either in one of the wars, Korea or Vietnam, I forget which one, and I've never found him since. Anyway, he was in one of those wars. He was taking capture. He was in a prison camp in a cage that was kind of like a big coffin. It was about three foot high and about six foot long. So he could lie down in it and he could sit it up in it, but he couldn't you know, walk obviously, and he had to defecate and eat in this same space. Apparently he, he lived like that for seven years and he they took him out once a week or once a month to walk them around the yard. They weren't allowed to communicate with the other prisoners. So he said in that time they developed a Morse code, their own Morse code, enabled to communicate with each other. But he said what was really amazing inside this horrendous circumstance is he found bliss found his connection to his true nature. He had nothing else to do. He was in this cage, like a caged animal. And he wasn't allowed to communicate with the other prisoners, so he had to go inside himself. He had to go within. And he found this expansion and freedom in the universe through his own consciousness. Maybe he left the body, maybe he stayed in the body and just connected to multidimensional aspects of himself that were outside the body, outside the cage, outside the human experience. But regardless, he didn't let the fear of his circumstances predict his inner circumstances. And he said that inside these horrendous conditions he found unconditional love and bliss. And he walked away from that experience as this amazing teacher understanding that 
the cages that we put ourselves in are of our own making. They are the cages of the mind. And he went around traveling the world, teaching people how to unlock the prison cell of the mind. Profoundly affected me. Uh, I think you couldn't ask for more worse physical circumstances than he talked about what he experienced. And yet inside these physical circumstances, he found this inner bliss, this connection to his true nature, this connection to himself as that unconditional love, as the divine presence. And when we do connect to that part of us, we can overcome any circumstance, any circumstance, including coronavirus pandemics. We can overcome any of it. And remember, if you're going to die, you've planned it, so don't worry about it. And death is just a return to love, just an exiting this particular physical experience and returning to another choosing other experiences or returning home to where we come from, from our uh, source. Speak to people who have died, they all say it's lovely. So do we have to fear it? Can we find inside the terrible circumstances of our lives, can we find the bliss within? Can we allow the fear outside us to push us inside and find that knowing that bliss that understanding, that fearlessness, that unbounded creative potential of that which we are. Can we do that? Can we use what the mainstream media is doing to make us all scared to enlighten us? And then can we use this fear to help others awaken and enlighten? You know, we can use it all for our own benefit because all of it is happening for our benefit regardless of this polarization that we experience here on this earth the good the bad and the ugly everything is happening for us not to us it's happening for our own spiritual awakening so can we use this crazy time here on earth worrying about climate change worrying about pandemics worrying about whatever we've got to worry about can we use this as a way to look within and find that bliss that we are. We're not just connected to it, we are it. And as the fears arise, as the outside circumstances squeeze us and have that, you know, what's inside us come to the surface, we can look at it, we can bless it, we can thank it for the ride. Fear was such a great ride, thank you so much, and let it go. You know, fear is a great ride. People love it. They go to horror movies. They go to theme parks and go on scary rides because they want to experience fear. It's something the humans like experiencing it. But when we experience it in a way that I've been watching on the media where people are fighting in supermarkets over toilet paper rolls, <laughs> they're beating each other up in the supermarket aisles. Oh, my God, crazy. That's when we've got to really stop and, like, go, okay, what's happening here, kids? This is just like, this is going crazy. So what you can do to help those that are in fear is be that loving, calm, centered, stable presence, that knowingness of your ultimate bliss and health and love. Be that center, be the eye in the middle of the storm. Be the peace. Be the peace. You 
you can do this. That's how you help this world, is living your truth, knowing that you are this love that we talk about on the show, this, this love that religious people talk about, that is God, this all-knowing, all-loving, unconditional bliss, bliss, uh, peace, bliss. I can't find enough adjectives to describe it, but you know what I'm talking about. Like, be that. Be that inside your family. Be that where you work. Be that in your social circles. And when people start, you know, going crazy about worrying about coronaviruses or whatever else, climate change, apocalyptic things, just be that eye in the middle of the storm. And people will recognize that that is who they are as well when they're not believing the hurricane of their fearful thoughts, their fearful thoughts, that they are that peace in the middle of the storm. So I hope that helps some of you deal with this coronavirus thing that's happening in our world right now. I have been laughing at it, I have, to, I have to admit. There have been a lot of memes on Facebook. People have been posting about the great, I survived the great toilet paper shortage or panic of 2020. <laughs> and then posting all these photographs of toilets with, you know, millions of toilet paper rolls. It has tickled my fancy. Uh, I was speaking to a friend who posted that and she said, as much as I can laugh about it, we've got to be sensible and we've got to take all this action to make sure that we don't get the virus. Yeah, you can do that if you want. But are you doing that from a place of fearlessness or are you doing that from a place of fear? You have to have a look at what you're buying into when you take action. Are you doing that from a place of knowing that you are loved, all is well, that you're fine? Even if you contract the virus, that your body be able to deal with it, that you know how to deal with it. Are you doing that from this place of fearlessness or are you taking steps and actions, buying into a place of fear? You know, Anita Morjani speaks about this. I love her message. It's been 10 years I haven't been able to get her on the show. Maybe one day. But her message when she died, she took so much action to ensure that she wouldn't get sick and die as she saw her best friend and her brother and many people around her get cancer and die. And so she took a lot of action, including meditating, doing yoga, becoming a vegan, taking a lot of vitamins, doing a lot of exercise, all the things that all good health practitioners tell you to do, changing her diet. And still she got cancer and died. <laughs> you know, she came back, obviously, to write books but uh, and speak about it around the world. But the one thing that she learned on the other side was that regardless of the action that she took in her health regime, it was her fear that caused the cancer. And then her spirit guide, and I think her dead father, you know, he wasn't dead at the time she was talking to him, her father on the other side in spirit was saying, go back and live your life and enjoy it and live fearlessly regardless of what's happening in this world. <laughs> and this is the message that we give to you. Enjoy your life regardless of what's happening in this world. Live fearlessly and know that you are love. Thanks for listening. Love you all. To book private sessions if you want to sort this out on a personal basis and look at some of the thought forms that you're holding that is causing stress in your life, please go to my website, karenswain.com. You can read all about me there, what we do, 
talk to your mob, connect you to your spirit guides, connect you to more to your divine nature, have a look at what's holding you back from fully realizing and embodying that knowing and connection. I say to everyone, it's easy, it's who we are, it's not hard. So check it out on karenswain.com. Bye for now. We're